Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Ladenslager, and every week we choose a theme, we choose some beers, and I choose some people to come over to my studio here with me this evening, Katie Harper. Hey, I'm back. Katie's back from the Bourbon Show. We were just on a little bit ago. Now you're back again. Again. Thanks for joining me. Happy to be back. Zachary Kaufman. Indeed. You're back again as well. Any excuse to drink again. From the Bourbon Show. From the Bourbon Show, indeed. We can't help ourselves. You just love sitting in this tiny studio with these big funny headphones on. Yeah, drinking your booze. Drinking my booze. <laughs> I mean, me. last time it was kind of mine, but I mean, it was. I, I don't know. It was. I'm. I'm so thrilled to be back. To be. To be fair. Well, now we're here to return the favor of you bringing all the bourbon over, because just like bourbon is very high alcohol content, we're also going to be drinking something that's very high alcohol content. Um, I was at Vine and Table. If you don't know Vine and Table, uh, they are a local establishment here in Indianapolis, up in Carmel. Great place to go find wine, liquors, liqueurs, spirits, beers, fancy cheeses, all kinds of cool stuff. Go uh, check it out. You'll yeah. be happy you did. It's so good. An amazing place. This is where I get a lot of my stuff. Uh, was up there picking up some beers and got recommended this from McKellar. This is actually a series. So we're going to be drinking three beers from McKellar from their French Oak Barrel series. And I'm going to butcher a lot of French words, so get prepared for that. These are essentially barley wines. Yummy. Um, barley wines, and, and this is a, a, technically, I think it's like an English barley wine. And I should have looked up the exact definition which makes it a barley wine. But really, when you look into a barley wine, it is going to be the process. It's going to have some aging to it. It's going to be your fermentation that's going to make a difference. And it's also going to make your ABV a little bit different. Did you see the ABV on the back of there? Little crazy. What did you see? 19.3%. 19.3% ABV in this particular one. All three are that. Which is why we have little glasses. <laughs> tiny glasses. Tiny three-ounce pours. Um, I mean, imagine that this was bourbon, though. Well, yeah. it's uh, almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they are proportionally. Uh, we had wider glasses, but yeah. I'm it's excited. All, I think these are three ounces. I think okay, the glasses, pretty three close. ounce tasty glasses. So the first one that we have on tap is Forêt de Centre. That's du, pretty good. Forêt du Centre. You, you oh. strike me as someone who took French. I did take French. Yeah. What, okay, yeah. so. Blah, 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 blah. Is That's that, my, is that correct? I I wouldn't even okay. I would not even be able to tell you. Um which literally translates to forest downtown. I'm not sure what I don't know how that translates into. Things will be great when you go downtown. Right. Um downtown. So I think we just get into this. I love that song. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So smell. I went I've I've tried one of these and there's six different ser- ba- six different barley wines in this series. We're going to try three of the same char and this is a medium toasted barley wine ale technically it seems really yeasty yeah um, yeah oh gosh really yeasty yummy yeah it's got that like uh bourbon barrel uh sweetness on the nose a lot of times this is my first experience with barley wine just to throw that out there and really somebody was asking me is it like wine wine and I'm like, no, barley wine isn't re- really, it's not like an in-between between wine and beer. Because wine is made completely different from beer. 
So this is technically beer. It's technically beer, but it's kind of like you would say, oh, it's like a braggot or it's like a lambic. It's more of the process of -hmm. the beer itself turns it into barley wine. And And I have no idea, but I believe that ABV is over a certain threshold. But I'm not to be considered a barley wine. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. Okay, but it looks like an average is between seven and twelve, where this is a nineteen. So this is on the very, very high end, even for a beer, even for. It's on the we ain't wasting our time side, right? Yeah. So okay. have we tasted? Has anybody I tasted? I have. I'm. I'm, okay. I'm what do you think, what, Zach? What do you think? In it. All right. Uh. Interesting. Um. I mean, this like to to share. Oh wow! We need to hear what you think because you just you're. Oh my gosh, that's really sweet. Yeah. It's uh it's effervescent ish, you know, because it's kind of sparkly. Yeah. (laughs) It's really sweet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that a good or a bad sweet? Like you just it it is it's almost like like a candy. Yeah. 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 Um okay, let me give it another shot here. Um Almost like a little licorice Yeah. I don't get too much, like, I get, no, I, it was, I thought I was getting a bite, but then it just disappeared. Like, at the yeah, very end, like, at the know. back of my throat. I keep thinking, I keep thinking it's going to happen, too. Yeah. It's and super like, smooth. Yeah. For what this is. This is just really, really, like, I'm surprised that this is, like, a 19.3% ABV. And it the, does not feel like no, that at all not it seems even a little bit yeah it seems smooth it seems almost i don't know maybe the mouth to me just seems a little like thicker or li- liqueur ish like it just feels it's viscous yeah okay there that's the word which to me makes me think oh this could be a little higher if i didn't know what it was to he- to begin with just tasting i'm like yeah that could be a little higher in, in, in alcohol the kentucky chew didn't really help that doesn't really help with this particular beverage for some reason. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it, it's for me. It doesn't hit a lot of my mouth. It's only hitting the center of my tongue. It's Ooh, really you, dense. When it you does, when you take it back all the way, that's when you taste the alcohol. When you take it like a shot, like you just did. Now. Yeah. I so do I you like sip this? On it. You were like, let's just get this. <laughs> no, over I can't sip on that anymore. Wow. But when you take it all the way back like that, that's when you. What did you get out of that? alcohol you were just punched in the face with alcohol like immediately even yeah. with like the sips like it was, su- it was too sweet for you like just not there no so this is like an x for you already like first first round yeah, you're not, out. not a fan but that's cool i um no but after yeah take it back and you'll really taste the alcohol after that you'll understand the 19.3 19.3 19. yeah yeah there it is a little bit like on the back of your throat it's like, yeah, it's back here. So, sips, it'll creep up on you. Definitely. I, I would I would say this isn't necessarily... I mean, it's it's slightly... Ref- a little bit refreshing. I think that's the effervescence that, that makes it just kind of feel lighter and kind of enjoyable to, to kind of just sip on and, yeah. and enjoy. It, it definitely isn't very... It's not very carbonated at all. Like, there's no, no head happening on no, it. No, but it's... um. It doesn't seem to be very. Doesn't doesn't. I don't think there's a lot going on. I'm not getting a lot of different things that I feel like are happening. It seems. Yeah. Ah, interesting. What's that? There's little floaties. 
Oh. So it is, you can see in there. I looked, I looked in my glass because I was like, oh, okay, so there's active, there's some actively bottled yeast oh, going yeah, in I, there. Oh, yeah, I totally see that now. You can kind of see on the... Uh, yep. There's a lot of them in there. I mean, clarity-wise, guys, it's pretty clear. It's like honey. That's what it yeah. is. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And yeah. it's sweet like honey. Yeah. Ooh. Really, really sweet. You can put this on toast. Mmm. Yeah. I could toast. I honestly, not a big toast guy. I'm usually like, why? No, don't waste the bread. But, uh. <laughs> what? You don't like toast? Typically, no. Not, I mean, like, I can't have toast by itself. What if you mix it up? Like cinnamon toast. Well, that's something special. Toast, together, toast but. With, buddy, with butter and honey. Ever tried that before? Mmm. Salty, sweet, delicious. There you go. I, I could see myself wanting to have some toast with it. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Like, yeah, just like a little bit of toast. And, and maybe even, this is a thing I learned when I lived in, in the UK, beans on toast. Yeah, they, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like beans in like a red sauce, though. It's not like a, like baked beans. It looks like baked beans, but it's, it's like a red, like the beans you get on like red beans and rice. Right? Or like it's a bean, it's like a bean with like gravy, not like a... Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not just... Not like a barbecue baked beans for no, a but it, barbecue. No, but the beans almost look like that, like the little tiny little kidney beans, but it's in like that red sauce and it's beans on toast. You'd butter the bread, put beans on top of it. Perfection. Yum. Yeah, it's good. And this would be, this would be good, go, that, this would be good to go with it. I feel like this could be paired with something that would make your food taste different and better and the food would make this taste different and better. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe you said honey. I'm so down with that. That hit it right on the nose for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting like a fruitiness happening with this. That definitely went straight to my head too, by the way, yeah. after I just knocked that back. It's a little... It's This is going to be a weird word to describe it. It's almost going to... I'm going to sound like a wine snob, but because of this, the viscosity, mm-hmm. it's a little like oily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't and, know why. I get that. And that's what makes me well, – that, that sense is what made me feel like, yeah, if I didn't know what the ABV was to begin with, I – normally I, when I feel like it has that higher viscosity, that oiliness to it, it makes me think, careful now. Um, you know, like this – like don't drink this too fast. Right. It, but I don't know. I feel like it's getting better the more I drink it. It's it's a little too sweet to tell. Still, for me, I think I, I don't love love it. It's, it's almost, and I kind of I'm gonna leave a little bit in the bottle, hopefully, and I let this warm up because I think with a lot of bar and the, I've I had another one of the series that we're not gonna have tonight from this just to try it out, and a, like a lot of darker beers that I have, um, like a barley wine or like something that's really intense. If it warms up a little bit. I mm-hmm. like it more because it sort of stretches out those flavors. So, I mean, just like we talked about on the bourbon show, yeah. how I went from drinking it on ice to drinking it neat, yeah. and immediately it completely changed the flavor profile. Oh, yeah. Because you don't get that cooling, deadening effect that happens on your tongue because it's mm-hmm. with ice. The same thing happens with beer where it can be – it mutes the flavors. I, I think I totally agree. I think, if yeah, if this was a little, a little warmer – I think it would be it'd be very different. Yeah. Maybe not as oily. And I don't know where like where the word oily came from, but it definitely captures that feeling I have though where the with the viscosity of it it just I don't know. It just kind of feels like it just slides on down your throat and it doesn't necessarily feel like there's a lot happening or going on and it's just it's, it's I think it's very intense for me. 
I think there's a sweetness, there's a fruitiness happening to it, but it's too sweet for me. It's like liquid candy. Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's just very it's But it I I actually don't even Something like liquid candy I would hope would taste a little better than that. I'm I actually Well, it's liquid candy with alcohol. Mhm. Uh, I well, which you would think might be good pairings, but I I don't know about that. Yeah. Liquid candy and alcohol together. Like chocolate. Oh, maybe like a milk well, that's chocolate's totally different. This is like a hard candy. Oh, okay, I see. To me, I mean, that's that's what makes it candy. It's like a, you melt it down where there's original. And no, then add an, added <laughs> nope. bourbon to nope. it. Grandpa, <laughs> I'm gonna call a veto on that. No way, this ain't no. Don't fuck with Werther's originals. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah. Them's fighting words. Yeah, I like Werther's originals. For those who don't know, I usually carry a few in my pocket, <laughs> just like Grandpa yeah, did. That's true. <laughs> I, I just thought of another word. You said honey. Yep. You said oily. Maple syrup. Ooh, put some Again, I think it's kind of, it's just like we're, we've got like this condiment kind syrupy, of though. Mm-hmm. like thing going like, on here where we want to like pour it on toast, pour it on pancakes, pour it on waffles, maybe some French toast. But like, does not drink it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never... D- I mean, based on syrup. based on your face alone when you first had it, you just don't like this you, at all. You, not you a fan. shuddered. That's I mean, a, you were, yeah. <laughs> not a fan, but that's okay. Now I might feel differently if it was poured on some French toast, maybe with <laughs> or, some butter and some and some powdered sugar, or just to sip with it. I mean, just, yeah. You know, you're having one of those burners, you know, yeah, breakfast for dinner, and you're. This is not as like a sipping or even um, casual you know drinking type beer for me like i think that it would it would be a very specific occasion Mm -hmm. maybe with breakfast i'm very i'm 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 very i like my sweets in the morning you know with my coffee and so maybe i this could be Mm. a good pairing for something like in the morning oh yeah well you don't drink in the morning 19 point (laughs) this is a little intense to drink in the morning like sets sets you sets sets your day you know um <laughs> we're not talking about going crazy. We're just talking about maybe just a little the bear with your people, pancakes. Whatever, like, get a little crazy. Get you a little lubricated yeah, a little bit. Just yeah. Yeah. Start the day right. Yeah. Best part of waking up. Um I mean I I could see okay. Copyrighted. Like, something you often do is talking about, you know, with someone when you why I buy this, would I keep this on hand? I don't think I'd buy this. If this you wouldn't find this in my house. Mm-hmm. But I'm out. Maybe I'm traveling. I'm at a pub or something, and I'm going to have some dinner, some toast or something just to go with it. I could totally see me being like, oh, yeah, I'll get a barley wine. I'll get this one. I think I could enjoy this in a different setting with the right food, but I don't think I'd get this in my house. Yeah. Okay. Katie, you would just throw this bottle against a wall and never see it again. It depends. <laughs> I, it depends. I really almost want to eat it with pancakes and see how I feel about it after so, that. I mean, pancakes. both of you like with the one with food? I feel. Like I think it would, it would be. I think it would be an interesting test with food, mm-hmm. and to see if it changes the flavor complex. Something in, greasy, in, almost. You know, something like like pancakes. Like they're not well, that greasy. Why don't but. we throw some syrup, some maple syrup, and some honey into the mix, and pour ourselves some barley wine and <laughs> see if see if it works for us? I mean, <laughs> we do have a bowl of pretzels, so I mean, that's the best I can do. <laughs> That's true, but all I'm saying is that maybe let's. I I won't I won't 
disown it until maybe I have it with some pancakes in the morning. Is all. Okay. Or some toast with mm. some honey and butter. And- I think that's the honey, though. I don't know if I'd want to put honey on it. I'd just take a bite of toast, take a sip of that. Okay. Because <laughs> it's too much sweet. That it, could point, be, you know. it could be good, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah really. I, I mean... So let's not dismiss it just yet until we have some toast. <laughs> Other toasts. It's interesting because you guys are like wanting to f- wanting food with this. This for me is so rich that if I would put this into, I have like a full pint. Mm-hmm. Like this only came in like a twelve point seven ounce bottle. Like you couldn't, you can't get this in an any bigger bottle. And oh. if I got this in a pint glass, no way, Jose. And that's a good point because I, yeah. it is so smooth. Yeah, I would down it and be completely just gone with with one pint because it is such a high alcohol percentage that it's just not there. Easy to drink. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's a good point to think about that with if, in a bigger glass. I, I well, I guess what I'm saying is the sweetness. I would want to, uh, you know. To to, to to pair that to, to bring that down with something that wasn't as sweet. That's why I'm saying toast, mm-hmm. buttered, but don't give me no honey because I I want something that's going to be the opposite of that to create that perfect pairing where it's something that's not quite as sweet. You know, yeah. if I had pancakes, it wouldn't be with a very sweet syrup. It'd be either just buttered. It'd be like fun. a it would be like a crepe, but with like chives and like yeah or something salmon like, yeah. and like just pour this right on the pancakes. Really, you could, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It'd be very fizzy. You, you could. I'm not sure. Um, pulled or, up, or just just to have it with it, I think it. I think it'd be okay. Yeah. I think I would like it with something. I think that it is. Um, I think that it is um, worth experimenting with. Yeah. But no, would I just be able to crack one of these open and pour myself a pint and sit on the back deck and like enjoy myself? No. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. I think that it would be worth experimenting with food, just not by itself. Okay. All right. So that's going to, we're going to take a quick break now. And then we're going to grab the second barley wine from McKellar. Awesome. Because this is only round one. <laughs> awesome. Hope it gets better from here. <laughs> um, so we will be right back. Welcome back to I'm No Expert. Katie and Zach are here in studio with me. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Let's hey. hope round two goes better. Um, yeah, because we're drinking barley wines. I, I think it's going to be similar. Ma- or McKellar's French Oak Barrel Series. Um, available, limited release. If you can still find it in your local store, good luck. If you live in Indiana, go to Vine and Table, because apparently they have the rest of it that's in Indiana. All of it. That's so. how it was. Wi- oh. With um, you guys remember for the bourbon show, mm-hmm. the beefy baby bourbon. I could only find uh, that puppy in Vine Table. Vine Table. And I took. There's only two left. Last time I was there, I took two of them, and 
<laughs> how how much is as is, is have you drank so far since the bourbon show a couple weeks ago? I actually didn't have any of that. I've had I've I've had a lot of more scotch lately. What? Yeah, um, you, the one you recommended, that one. You still uh, like that? I thought oh, that you no, decided that I had it the other day, and it was was it too was, nutty. It was on point the other day. Well, if you ever run out, I actually just acquired another bottle over the weekend, so I've got some. I've got some at home too that I'm going to have to crack open. Um, yeah, it's, I like it actually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, obviously we've talked about this mood is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, <clears throat> and so, yeah, I like that one. And, um, what I feel like I was drinking the other day. What else did I have? If I have to go, if I'm going to go to vine and table and I can't find that beefy baby bourbon, <laughs> I may have to buy it off of you <laughs> if you haven't opened the bottle. Cause I'm going to have to have that on my shelf. Just saying. Yeah, That's yeah. good. This guy smells similar. Yeah. Oh crap. I think it's <laughs> I think I mean I mean it's the same concept. I mean it's a well, okay, so maybe you can tell me more here. That one was for it du for it de center. <laughs> yeah, so for let's... Forêt de Forêt de centre. And the other one is Forêt Limousine. Uh de and I believe Forêt is French for forest. Forest. I like forests. And so limousine we looked up it was like a region. Um, yeah, most of likely France. Of French. Um, so so yeah. maybe that's where. So I mean, it's done in those French barrels. Maybe that means it's from uh, that area. I, th- I assume so. Yeah. I feel like we could just like make up a bunch of crap and like just <laughs> say. Well, I that mean, McKellar doesn't have anything on their website. Nobody has any information on this. Like, where is this coming from? Let's like, just make it up. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on at the time. Um, all right, so let's. So this is the limousine. Okay. Hold on, I have to. I might. Do I, we have any more I, of the of the Ducenter? Yes, we have a little bit of. of I might. We might want to pour one little bit more so we can like side by side because this seems the exact same thing. Mm. No. I mean, nose is different, but maybe that's just my nose right now. I'm trying to think of. Uh, it, it's it's close. It's different, but I'm try- okay. That's actually a little bit easier going down. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm trying. Mm. To, I'm trying to like, like. I'm trying to think of okay, what's different. This is still nineteen point three. Yes, percent. I like them. So that's not different, but I I don't know if it's I I do feel like this one is a le- little easier on the palate. Yeah, I think it's an, it's a lot less sweet. Compared to the first one. But it still has the same texture. It still has the same consistency. It still has the same yeah. mouthfeel. It still has the same... There's something different going on, though. It doesn't seem as oily. No. It's... Mm. And it doesn't look to be as effervescent. The other one had... A, I mean, this is almost no head. The other one had a little bit of one. Yeah, and it's like... I, I, that's definitely contributing to the nose. There's like, still some fluid. The previous one had... A ton of just sweetness in the nose. This is nothing. At least for me. I don't know what you guys are getting. I don't know if you're getting anything like... I, I am, but it's much more subtle, I it's, think, it's, than... Yeah. It's more subtle. It's more grainy to me. That like, to, The other one, it was sweet and, like, yeasty. This yes. one's a little yeasty, but it almost smells like if you, like... I don't know if you guys have done this, like, when you, like, are at a, like, if you see a silo and you, like, stick your face in and you mm-hmm. can smell the grain. Like, right, all it gets right up in your so, face. So, like, almost has, it's not like that, but it's, it's almost like that kind of very more grainish, grainy. It's, 
It's tolerable. Yeah, okay, so this one isn't as tense as intense as the previous one. No. It's almost, for me, it's like almost a little floral. Like a little earthy, a little like grassy, yeah. like I kind of like ate some dandelions or something. Yeah. 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 Weedy. Have you ever ate dandelions? I have. Isn't there like a dandelion beer you can make? I just know I used to rub them on my arm all the time. And get like yellow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do. I used, I, my mom would have me collect them for like a dime or no, a nickel. Um, so I could go around like I'd pick them. I'd get like, you know, 25 cents and or whatever because I'd split it with my sisters and then we'd go to the candy store and get penny candy. Like she would keep them, keep them. She would take them and keep them and give you. No, she just threw them away. She just like, it was like a way to like weed the yard. Oh. <laughs> it was like. Clever I'll, gal. I'll, I'll give you a nickel for everyone you pick. And it was like, I get candy out of this. I mean, she probably would have given me allowance anyway, but she was like. Go do work. Please. Get some work out the guy. Like yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. nice. It was fun. I honestly. What do, dan- what do dandelions taste like? Like basically just like, like, like grass. Weed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a flower. So this tastes like grass. Well, I mean, it has that quality. It has like an earthy, hmm. earthy notes to it. Where the other one was more like, I just took a big chunk of like this beehive is honey. Just, oh, this yeah, is just okay. I almost want to just shoot this one back and see if I saw the alcohol. Color wise, I feel like it's not. It's a maybe a little darker, maybe a little more. Is there, it a little bit more little red? More brown, red, yeah, red, red or brownish. There's still bottom, bottle fermented yeast in it, so there's still okay. floaties going on in both of them. Red was one. Red was one of the first things I did notice. Speaking of that, was the color, and I, my instinct was, oh, that's a little bit more red than the. Yeah, than it's the other yeah. One. it's a little more. Um, the other one was more. This is more amber. Yep, okay. I think the other one was a lot lighter. I mean, this one definitely reminds me more of like honey in color. But less in taste. There still is just, there's not much to the finish. Nope. This one, I feel like, sticks around a little bit longer than the first one did. Yeah. But it there's still there's still not much to it. Like, it's still on my lips. Mm-hmm. And, like, the other one, I kept, like, trying to, like, figure wait, it out. Wait more, for like, something okay. to linger. And mm-hmm. then, just, there, nope. yeah, there and then was you had nothing. to keep sipping them to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it almost brings up the question because it's like when we did the bourbon show, I think it was really interesting how we would try to like talk out our own flavors a little bit. And then Zach, you would kind of, since you've had them before, you can kind of just say, okay, did you taste something here and here? And then you can be like, oh, that's, and doing something blind like this without somebody who really can like separate the taste, it's hard. But at the same time, you're kind of like, well, you kind of have to take it at, at, at face value almost, right? I yeah. like that, though. I mean, I like that we're trying to, like, I mean, we're all kind of in the dark a little bit, and we're kind of trying to assess this puppy out. I kind of enjoy that. I mean, to me, I totally agree with you when you say it's more floral, that it's uh, grassier, it's not as sweet, which I think I think I, I sense some of the symptoms similarities where it's a little bit sweet it has the same kind of some of the same textures to it a little bit as the other one i feel like this one i'm i honestly feel like the difference is probably in terms of how it's aged where you're gonna get 
if it's different oak or whatever it is, having the different, I mean, because that was the Ducenter and this is the Limousine. I mean, if we're trying to, if we're shooting from the hip here on this, I'm trying to figure out, like, it's just different wood, different areas of France, I could totally understand, yeah, okay, so it's different types of wood or different types of processes that give it that different... The just almost, I can almost see it being the same stuff, just put in different barrels. And I believe that's what it is. Well, I wonder how the French drink it. <laughs> With toast. With toast. I mean, if this is, if this is something though that either originated in these forests, mm-hmm. you know, but but like how how is barley wine typically drank or drunk? Whatever the. I mean, every every time that I've had imbibed a, a, like a specific barley wine, it's always been out of a bottle. Mm-hmm. It's always been European, and it has always been like either in a flight or at a very special like tasting. Like I've never seen a barley wine on tap anywhere. Yeah, because it's 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 like you, either you like barley wines. Or your palate can't stand up to barley wines, and well, you, you just, just kind of—you almost kind of have to wonder if, in these three ounce glasses that we're tasting barley wine with now, is if that is really how it's how it's drank right. and how and how it is, um, you know, enjoyed. If if you know people really do like barley wines, or what you know what it is actually paired with, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, um, because I just can't see this you know being something that you would pour in your you know in a pint glass no. and, and and you know enjoying one after the other after the other like you would any normal craft beer so it's very it's 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 really kind of like disconnected from other beers and not just in it just in like the taste profile alone like you know immediately like okay so this is very different mm-hmm. from like an amber ale or a stout or something. I mean, I mean it's definitely isn't an, an ale. No, it's a like barley but, wine is like a style. Okay. So like you when you f- look on a menu and it says barley wine, just like you would put a specific amount of you know hops and malt and your specific grain and your other ingredients into that, it will define that particular style. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, because but, each of these bar, each of these bottles say barley wine ale, so it's it's its own it's right, its, its own, own entity, style. it's its own specific. Oh, I bet the ale just means like where it's fermented, like top or bottom, right? Isn't that right? Yes. Right. So it probably just means top fermented. Yeah. Um, I mean, I usually like ales more typically, mm-hmm. um, which is why I think I have some affinity to this. But um, this one seems. Just a little more exciting than the other one. It's like a spiciness going on, but I mean, I'm getting farther into the taste, and I don't know if it's because I'm warming it up a little bit. But mm. there's a little hat hung on the one of the branches on the labels, just to point that out. Little hat on the label on this pink one. On both of on On both both of them, them, this guy, yeah. So let's go around. Katie, thoughts on limousine? It's much better than the first one. I think this is it. You haven't it, it downed it, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah you I haven't. haven't said, I haven't downed it mainly because it's easier on the palate than the first one. Um, still very sweet, but easier to take down. So, you know, all in all, still um, 
not a fan of of barley wine, but this definitely has. Um, it's much better than the first one. Yeah, in my opinion. Zach, what do you think? So the more I drank the Du Centre, the more I liked it. The more I drink this one, I feel like the more I'm like, and maybe just because I'm having all of it and it's it's similar still, and it's starting to like, it's so sweet. It's my stomach's all starting to be like, mm-hmm. it's just too much, and so that's kind of growing on me a little bit. It's it's definitely it's almost like like I like it's like a, an elixir, you know. It's like yeah, like, like it's like you know, it's something special about it because it just seems to be so sweet. Um, but I, but yeah, I don't. It's it's different. I like I like some of the flavors and some of the 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 different notes that you're getting from this this one versus the first one, but it's still it's still so similar. It's like uh, you know, it's like it just it it, it put on a different hat today. Yeah. And so it's like oh, you're the same person. You're just wearing a different hat. And yeah. So it looks a little different. Maybe it's the hat on the branch on the label. Right. Yeah. right. right. They look the same, but yeah, but that's what, different. The yeah. reason I said hats because that's what's on the label. But I mean, yeah, it's just something. It's like the same person, but they're wearing like different shoes or different outfit, and it's just oh yeah, you're a little different today. Yeah. And I feel like if you're gonna start with the same base product and drop it into a different barrels, there's only so much that a barrel mm-hmm. can contribute to something that's like this intense. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I think this one is a little bit, I enjoy the limousine a little bit better, but I don't dislike the Ducentre at all. I thought that was very, very interesting, granted very sweet, but still something I could probably drink again for both of them. So we're going to take our second break of the show and grab our third barley wine from the McKellar series. So we will be right back. Welcome back to I'm green No Experts with the Green Label. Green Label. Green Label. We're on our third and final barley wine this evening. There's an orange label, a pink label, and, and a green, label. green Label. This is from McKellar. If you haven't followed along, this is McKellar's French Oak Barrels series. It's like a, you're touring France, but through liquids. This oh. is McKellar's Forêt de this one seems more brown. It's a little cloudy. Um, maybe this is you, just because you just poured it. But. I poured it. I try to pour it a little bit differently. I try to like start it out a little bit and then kind of get the bottle worked up and then give it a little bit more head and get some of that cloud going in it because I believe all three of these do have like bottled fermented yeast in it. There is. Yep, it's in there. Um, so there's stuff floating around which stuff. Contrib- con- contribute. Blip, blip contribute to overall flavor. It seems it doesn't seem as red, but it seems browner. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely is like on the edges of the glass. 
It's I mean, really, all three of these aren't. There's they're like, very. There's no CO two in these. Like when you look at it, there's just no bubbling happening. Ooh. No, not at all. Oh gosh. What do you think? It smells the exact fucking same. I don't know. Demetrius seems from like the first one. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> the difference between the first and the second one really wasn't it's that very different <laughs> either. I don't know if you're enjoying this. Yeah, I think it, the the it's more similar nose wise to the first one with like a really sweet nose. So Katie's gonna hate. It. <sighs> Cheers, well everybody! Just knock this one back, just like the first one. All right, let's take let's let's do this. Wait, wait. Are you sure this isn't the first one? No. Ooh, it's. Oh my god. <laughs> Dick. I don't want. I don't want to try. Trunk. 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 Trunkas. Trunkas. I think that, I don't know. The C. It, is the C it a has hard a C or a soft like trunksas? Trunksas. Maybe we can have Google Translate. Let me see it. Tell us what it could Come be. Come on, Katie. Help me out. Use your old French. You took classes, right? You remember that I skipped most of high school, so... <laughs> I took... When I was looking earlier, we talked about it was Krithnos Oinos, and I took ancient Greek, so I know some of that, so... Tronsas. So... Fore de Tronsas. Yeah. Tronsas? Tronsas. I think I don't, I don't know. I think it'd be a soft C. I that don't little, know what the French pronounce and what they don't pronounce. Yeah, because they have a lot... Of, they they put we'll, a lot of letters in things. We need to ga- maybe we'll gain some French viewers after this. Ooh, Yeah. We, yeah, because you already have some from my hometown Across of Ireland. Pond. You need some Germans. That's my hometown. Now, was this the one? I'm, I've got some German in me, too, hence I'm, the last name. I mean, Kaufman? You don't get much more German yeah. than that. Yeah. So. We could go on and on about that. <laughs> go ahead, Christopher. Um, so this is the one, the region of, this is a French national forest. So each three of these essentially are the same barley wine going into the barrel, and the barrels are di- from different regions of France. That's what the whole series is based on. I like that. This one is, and I, I feel like probably central France, since that translates to forest downtown. Not really sure. Limousine France. Regional. Which is a region, yeah. Which is another region. Limousine. And then this is another, uh, f- the forest of Troncais. Is a French national forest. National. So we've gone local, regional, national. There you go. Uh, comprising of 10,600 hectare acres. What the uh, fuck is that? A thousand acres? Hectare acre? Hectares. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a more of a it's, European thing. Um, Measurement. So the this particular forest is known... The barrels that they make there are known for cognac and uh, Bordeaux. Mm. So that's kind of what, what those are coming from. Mm. So those, those, those barrels will be used to make those different beverages, and that's what the barrels of this, this one put in. This one seems sweet again. Yeah, I think so, it's more similar to the first one. Totally which, sweet again, which but it actually, this is the first time I've actually tasted something going down yeah i feel i this one's also like a little spicier in a yes sense. it's mm-hmm. actually got the spice on the back yeah i get at, that at the, at the swallow that's one yeah difference i think with the first one which had nada like Com- nothing it was compared just super to, dense yeah compared to the first one to the second one the 
we talked so much the first one pairing it with something that would be that would tone it down mm-hmm. and i feel like the second one the wood whatever the barrels they did enough to temper that sweetness that made it I, to, to me more palatable enjoyable sippable right i like that the first one and this one again are so candy it's yeah. like ugh, it's almost i mean the only thing i can think of is like when you have some kind of liqueur where it's you know like a where it makes it like a sweet liqueur where it's like it's so sweet you're just i need to mix it with something you just to, can't you can't drink it by itself nope yeah i it, I think the first one for me is sweeter than the trunk ice. The centre is was way, way more like that buttery, syrupy, viscous nature. Where this one is a little Butter. lighter in the viscosity for some reason. Even though they're the same ABV. They're kind of just... It's just that little bit of... Well, the thing that I noticed the most is that... If we've if we have gradually moved upwards in one direction or gradually changed from one from the first one to the third mm-hmm. is that we have subtly gotten something on the back of the throat yeah. going down from the first one which was just like damn like we're, tr- we're we keep sipping to try to see if something will actually happen or something will actually appear that you know back there Second one was a little bit of a teaser, and then this one is some spice going right. Going it's a down little bit more. It's a little bit more spread out taste wise, and you yeah. can kind of get some different things. It's not so like just densely packed together like the first one was. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting concept to do these three different barrels. I don't. Mm-hmm. We may have been <laughs> a group that has been wasted on because I don't know if I personally could pick out like huge differences between them. And if this is going to be some, like, Tour de France, per se, of barley wine, I don't know if it was, like, super successful. If you were... As, a, as a whole, as in, as in general, as, like, a whole project. There's, there's something here I'm still looking for. This one, to me, like how you talked about the second one, which we kind of, we said, had that almost buttery aspect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, think, I, think, I think number one was honey. Yeah. I think number two was butter. Um, there's something here. Number three. I can't figure it out. What, what, what do you think? I, I can't. I can't either. But I do know, though, on, on Chris's point, is that if you were to, like, just put these in front of me at random, not letting me know. Like one from the other, mm-hmm. I I would assume that they were all the same thing. Oh, I don't think I would. I mean, I, don't I, could, if, I, I don't could, know if I can match them up, but I would definitely say these are different. I think they're they're very unique. There's something unique about the second one, which wasn't as sweet. This one has something about it, and I can't. I even... just feel like they all have the same flavors. I I totally agree with Katie. Where they're they're very they're so close. They're this they're one. almost too close. But they are subtly different. But here's the question. Are they different enough? Uh, I mean, well, to be fair, I mean, I, I mean, we don't know maybe enough about the history of this. But I mean, I, I get the idea that like they just wanted to take a product and put it in three different types of aging processes, different barrels, and see what happens. Yeah. And I think it's almost there's, a, there's almost an artistic craft to it that I want to respect to say – Maybe I didn't do something that was incredibly uh, uh, 
enjoyable from a taste perspective, from a drinkability, but just to try and to demonstrate. Can we do it? What, what, yeah, just to say, well, what, what would it be like if we did this? And this one, to me, there's almost, the closer I get to the more I taste it, it there's almost a savoriness to it. But here's the mm. thing, though. I think that there is a difference when we sit here and dissect all three. It, you know, if, if I were to just open this up casually, each of these up casually on my own without really getting in there and dissecting them, like, are we really, am I really going to find any different, any, any real differences? Fair. Yeah. On, it would depend on, on, it would depend on my mood. Cause there's times where when I'm drinking something, I'm just like, fuck it. Just enjoy just it. Just fucking just, drink it. Just drink right. it. And there's times where I'm like, I just get, uh, analytical like i can be too inquisitive too thoughtful yeah and i'm overthinking and i'm thinking okay what am i thinking what am i tasting what's happening now, what's going on and when you and, think of a casual drinker not someone maybe even in you know not someone in the professional degree of who wants to maybe open a barley wine and has three to choose from from the same like, we're still saying brewery even though right it's, okay same same brewery yes yeah, yeah. I, I mean you you pour me a glass of one and then you you switch it up and pour me a glass of the other like i'm not i'm not going to so much be taken aback by the difference in flavor here because they're you know from a casual perspective like mm-hmm. there there really isn't much difference yeah. between the three yeah i mean i i totally agree there's there's not enough difference like if i was somebody who was like walking into a bar and I've never had barley wine before. And maybe it's I'm uh, somebody who's like tried some like local craft beers. You know, I'm not completely just like cut off from anything out of BMC beers. And I'd say, okay, I want to do a flight of these, which is essentially what we did. Yeah. Sure. I would be like, the first one would be like, oh dear. What did I get myself into? Why this is do crazy this? town. I don't I, know what's going on. Second one, I'm like, was that not the same beer? And third right. one's like, okay, it's a slightly different, but again, was that not the same beer? Like, I don't yeah. understand what's like, going on. I would be like, are you fucking with me right now? But then at the same time, who gives a shit? Let's drink it for the 19.3 alcohol. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Like, right. Like that's, I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty much what it would boil down to for me. Yeah. But I mean, for <clears throat> being from like my perspective and the amount of beers that I've had before and the amount of barley wine that i've had before i see the subtle differences between the two Mm. but there's just not enough separation for me to it feels like mckellar did a science experiment yeah and they sold their science experiment (laughs) because they had so much of it and we're like well screw it we're just gonna sell this and people are gonna drink it because it's not bad and we're gonna market it in three I mean, different ways. I like could, I could see some intentionality though to be like, okay, like you're walking through a store and you see McKellar, and you see, okay, there's Fort de Centre, there's Fort Limousine, there's Fort de. Trunclair. Do I like orange? Do and, I like pink? Do I like sure, green? right? And, and and like just like how you said, like I mean, you probably like they recommended you to try these three. I could see some. I mean, from a brewer perspective, to say, hey, like what should we do next? Well, what if we took this product put in three different types of barrels and and different aging processes and see what happens to really kind of and to for even i mean especially i mean imagine if it was to give it up some perspective what if someone said okay we're going to take 
from the forest here around Indianapolis, and then we're going to go down to like areas around Georgia, and then mm-hmm. we're going to go to like to really kind of or then out west. I mean, to get three different areas of the U.S. I mean, how unique would that be for someone from France to say, "Oh yeah, like I get like it smells." Like the area of the most, or, or right. like it well, just, it has those notes. Here's to me, it's it's like I I totally am on point. I, I agree with that science experiment aspect to it, where it's it's like this this little artistic endeavor where it's like let's try. It's the same product, same same thing coming out when we're done. Let's put it in three different aging processes and see what happens. Yeah, I like that. Here's here's my thought though. You you said what if we took like barrels from. Indiana, Georgia, the West. Yeah, you know, sure just an example, yeah. right? right? That is like – America in general is like humongous and climate differences and regional differences and like natural ecosystems are completely different. I mean I've never been to France, granted. I don't know the differences between central France and the south of France and where limousine France, which apparently is a place or a region. <laughs> Who knows? Or this national forest that's great for cognac, like I, I, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know. You have to think about what if McKellar said, "We're going to take something from France, and we're going to say, let's take like the barrels that they age cognac in, and let's take that, but let's go over to Germany and like grab some barrels that they age something else in, or let's go over to Ireland." I feel like you could go around Europe as like McKellar and say. We're going to try to find all of – like regionally, Europe is just like going around all of the United States. Yeah, but I mean like, I don't know distance-wise. I don't know but, if we can build the proper analogy here. But I mean there are true differences of what I experience in the north Indiana dunes to the central like plains to even when you get further south where it's a little hillier you get more different forest i mean indiana even alone you can get some pretty diverse some some diverse experiences of where you are different senses right and we're much smaller i would say i mean i mean there are people who can tell you i mean serious wine snobs of where like what I mean, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in France, like, okay, it was this parts of France, and you know what? It was, like, a little hotter that year. And they'll tell you that because they can sense that in the grapes, in the, in the taste of the wine. So there's a level where I, I want to almost say the intentionality – and I don't know this for sure, right? We don't know. But I feel like there's some intentionality here. We wanted to do three barrels from France, and, I mean, I can imagine there being a pretty significant – whether it's from an ecological in terms of the – the meteorological aspect of temperature or elevation. I mean, there are areas. I mean, obviously, you have the French Alps, where it's like it's going to be higher in elevation, or right. areas where yeah. it's not. So I, I could see there's there's some kind of let's respect a little bit and say I could see it being unique. And that's where you say taste these, and we've said already. We've all said, is this really that different? They're not very unique. They're very similar. Fair enough. And that's where I get the idea like it's the same product and it's all from the barrels or whatever from the same uh, country. But there is some uniqueness to it and that's what I find actually quite intriguing to say, okay, what's happening in this trunk heist to make it this way? Mm-hmm. Uniqueness. I'd want to know. Uniqueness compared to other maybe French beers or uniqueness – Compared to the, compared to, to the, the three, but yeah, 
Yeah, versus each other. I mean, to to just say, I mean, where else would you get the idea of taking you know a liquid product and then putting it in three different aging processes mm-hmm. in this close enough of an area just to see what happens? And it's not that different, but there is some different uniquenesses to it. Where this one's spicier, the first one was uh, much sweeter. The second one was uh, more floral in a sense, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm like, okay, maybe. We, I mean, I, I would love to, to have someone from McKellar sitting here beside us saying, okay, the reason the limousine is this way is because limousine France is like this, and the sun is like this, and the weather is like this, and the, the grasslands of, or the, the weeds, the, the, well, fuck. We yeah. just need to go this. pluck someone from let's, France. Let's and have just him call sit up McKellar. Like, hey, okay, so I, I don't make him come to us. us. We should just go there. Right. I oh. love that idea. But okay, so here I, I have I like, like a really good analogy with with something like this. And and, I, and Katie, you have an interesting point where do you compare this to other beers, other French beers, or other beers from Europe in general? I say you almost can't because. The whole idea behind this series was the different regions of France. Yeah. And you have to compare them together, which is what we did tonight. This, for me, feels like I'm walking into an art gallery. And recently yeah. I went and saw – last year I went and saw Giorgio O'Keefe here in Indianapolis. And I have some art background. And I walked in and <laughs> – like, well, I mean, like, like, no, well, I mean, like, I don't have a lot. Like, I, I know of artists and I, I took some art history. I don't have a lot. Like, I can't tell you the whole, like, life story of Giorgio O'Keefe and I can't tell you the whole, like, life story of Monet or, like, why that particular painting was important. I but can. I, like, can, you can, you can ask right. You, but I mean, <laughs> I can kind of, like, piece together certain things. This is like you, we just walked into an art gallery of an artist that you don't know, but it's, let's, let's say, very famous. Okay. Hmm. Um, and you have no context of the artist, and you're just taking in their works completely just face value. A, a collection. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what would be great oh, is if gosh, what we could, and, and what I would what I love to do if I have time in certain galleries, if there's a special gallery visiting, I go through the gallery once and I go face value. I say, okay, I read the things on the on the wall, or I don't look at anything, and I just look at the look at the work and then i go back through and i either go with like a guided tour or i'll go with an audio tour and then i get the whole context behind the thing which sure. for me personally i like doing that as a secondary thing after i get my own initial impression it gives you a hook to hang something mm-hmm. on it, it's like okay I have this garment now i can hang on this hook and i see how this goes here i see how this see what how this what i thought here, here kind of makes sense yeah. i still have my own opinion initially uh-huh. that's interesting because i would i will go see a gallery show and then i will revisit it based on what i like not based on what a tour guide tells me so then you create what you you create then your own gallery mm-hmm. tour based on your own interests based on your own intrigue and based on even your own knowledge or lack of knowledge of it, your own individual pieces before you even hear anything contextually anything yeah. from anyone else or any history behind the work or any any real um knowledge of the pieces even from the artist standpoint um 
Which is, I mean, it's just so funny that we're talking about this because it is a really, honestly, a good way to look at a collection, if you right. will. That's what we've done. Of uh, of beers. Yeah. And it's, it, it really is, you know, quite, quite unique in that aspect. Yeah. Because I feel like this, and I would love to have taken all six and brought all six on. And I think that there's kind more. Of, there's, there's, there's three more that are the same regions, but light toast instead of medium toast. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how much that would, because then that's whole, that's not like another 101 different comparison because now See, you're talking the same what, the same beer mm-hmm. and the same barrel but one medium toast medium light toast and but now from we're the same in the area weeds, the same area so it's the same it's, oh so it's like it's central like, limousine and trunk ice trunk ice and but then medium and light, light. <gasps> so this is all medium <laughs> so right so it's like a whole nother mind no, no doubt like straight straight up the way this what excites me about this is Okay, I like the idea of what you said where you experience it yourself. I feel like we just did that. Yeah. But I'd also want like the audio tour or like or to just sit down in France with the dude and be like like tell me what about did it. you what did you tell know, like me about what was it. what happened after you like, I'm opened the cast? Give or something. me the yeah. give me the info. Give me the deets, dude. Like because the deets. I, I, we had that pleasure <laughs> with everything. Because someone because give I mean me the deets, dude. I get the sense I get the sense that there was so much intentionality beyond behind this. Yeah, yeah, and it's almost kind of a shame because it is very subtle between the three. Right. Which, uh, but could how be good int- is that? which could be intriguing, which could be intentional, which could be um, very much the whole point of of this. I keep continuing to say collection. I mean, it is a collection. Beers. It's a collection. Yeah. 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 Um, which, awesome. Yeah. If, if that's what was meant to be accomplished, bravo. Like, bring it on because that's what I think we have discovered here. Um, I... I I just don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just still don't know if I like, like him it at all. I mean, there you go. I, you don't. I, Which yeah. to me is the beauty of any art. To say like, I mean, like don't. I mean, people want to get snobby or so worked up about art, and there's a level mm-hmm. where sometimes you just gotta walk into any museum or whatever it might be, an art gallery. And let's just say, like, do you like it? You don't like it? Maybe that's enough to say you like it or you don't. And 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 to to not get worked up about what it, you know, you know what's happening or what's behind it or what's the history or who's the artist. Well, any good art history professor will ask you why. Yeah, but which is but, a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> fair enough. It's a bunch of bullshit. So let's just say, like, like don't make it complicated. Do you like it? No. Why not? It doesn't not? have to be but, complicated. Tell me, tell me why you don't. Tell me why you do like it. Right. It and, doesn't. But it, the it, thing is, is that it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be filled with this, like, amazing explanation that you know just transforms history. Like, it's just stupid. I I think that it just comes down to very simple you know simple tastes and and i think it's a little bit ironic that we're drinking beer when i say taste but i mean tastes from you know just from what you like and what you don't like right it's a perfect analogy I, I, yeah i think that there's a difference in an artist or a brewer explaining the reasons why they did a thing 
and how they did that thing. Because I do believe, I do believe that if you, if we are then speaking of beer, particularly um, barley wine as an art form or something in that nature, which maybe we've gotten a little out of hand, but I do also think that anything in the craft nature there something has been intentional Mm -hmm. something has there has been a choice that has been made to make something this way or that way and so it you know things like this just just don't happen by accident right which which is why you know these these things develop which is why we're sitting here having a conversation right now about barley wine because this is all very intentional these these are things that have been you know or are sought out that mm-hmm. have that have you know come to fruition for a reason so yeah. and so i think that by us sitting here comparing these three saying that there are very subtle differences well maybe that was the whole fucking point from the, yeah from right the get-go. Who knows? I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well i mean there's a level where someone wants to make something so that it's in likable enjoyable drinkable so that they can market it and make more money Sure. Right? So like, oh, that tastes great. I want it now. Give it that to me. But there's also a level where someone wants to say, okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not concerned with that. I just want to I want to take what I've made and I want to exemplify and portray the different aspects of this country I love. And so I'm going to take you, I'm going to give you something from Little Scene. I'm going to give you from some something from Tonkais. I'm giving you something from Decentra. And there you go. Okay, right. I that's that I that was my only intention. I'm selling it now so I can actually like you know get some of my investment back and or even who maybe he doesn't give a fuck about investment. He just wants to say this is my creation. Enjoy it and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you walk in you don't you don't get it. Fine, but try it and get the. I mean that's why I would say what we've just done. It's not bad. I would recommend anyone to try this. To get just the different aspects, to get a different sense of these three different products right. from three different areas of a, of, of a country, this was a great, and in my opinion, exercise in trying variations from different regions and areas of the same of the same product. Yeah. I think it's a perfect, you know, little little experiment that we get to do. Yeah. I think it's I think it would be very hard to take any of these individually and just have them on their own. I think it was. It almost has to be – you have to get the set. Very fair. I mean this is like the bare minimum set that you have to get All for to, this, total. for these three. Uh, this as a set I think works really interesting altogether. If and I, I was yeah. – And I don't, and I don't want to go down the line and rank them to like finish out the episode. I feel like – No, because especially only – especially thinking of the fact that we could have tasted this in any order. Mm-hmm. Being that we tasted it in the order that we did – we, we, I mean, we we could have had a completely different experience if we would have tasted number three first or number two third. No. Or and number, we just did it randomly. You know, like yeah. there was no yeah. precognitive notion of saying I'm going to do it this one and this one and this one. It's just yeah. Here you go. Orange, pink, and green sounds great. That's a great combination together. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, any final thoughts, Katie, on on this three series? Since I, I assume that we can all agree that this as a th- as, as a threesome, as like these three beers together, barley wines technically, like we can't really. I don't want to split them apart, but 
No, I I think I I've actually I mean granted uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but I've actually being my first time trying bar- barley wine. Um, it, it's been my pleasure to actually try these three together, and the I I can really appreciate the subtleties behind them, and I think that that's almost what I like about them most. Um, you know, not something like we talked about before that I would just pick up and have in my house and, you know, uh, you know, pour a pint and drink casually and yada, 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 so on and so forth. Um, but it was um, it was definitely an interesting exploration. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Zach, I, I mean, I'd be interested. This is the first time I'd had barley wine and I would be, you know, curious to next time I was at, you know, the right the right place a pub or something where they'd have a barley wine. I could try it and just get an idea. I, I, I agree. And that's, I, I'm glad you said so that this should be tried together. I feel like by, well, maybe I'll mend that. I would say that there's a level where each one can stand on its own and they don't have to be compared to each other. I want each one to get its own, you know, its own right to stand by itself. Mm-hmm. But I think as a fun experiment, I would I would encourage listeners to say, yeah, let's you know I've never had barley wine or maybe I have and I want to try something different. Go out and try these three, and or even any I mean, pick any three sure. barley wines together, Just, whether yeah. they're in the same family or different. Or not, but to to put them together, and it, I really enjoyed getting to. Honestly, I enjoyed the subtle differences. I enjoyed the fact that it. Every time I was like, okay, this is the same thing. Because often each of your beers sometimes that you'll do in a show are so different and unique that, you know... It's easy y- to pick a winner. It's easy, yeah. Or, you, because that's your favorite. Yep. Because someone's like, well, I like sours or I like stouts or I like whatever. And they're able to say, this is my favorite because it fits more into what my preference is. Mm-hmm. These are so close that you're almost able to kind of just reflect a little more on the fun and uniqueness of... Of each difference, of each of the differences, and that's where I'd want to. I want to know more from from you know someone who behind created the scenes. Them. Yeah. yeah, tell me, tell me why. Tell right. me, tell me where. Tell me mm-hmm. when. Give me, tell me how. You I want, want you want some more context. I, I would. Everything. I would like that because it would make it so much. It would put so much more meat to the bones. And I together though, at the end, I enjoyed this. And mm-hmm. on that same note, though, wanting their context. Honey, butter, and spice—you can't get much better than that. If you want to, if you are, if you want to put together our context and That's our a, yeah. and our summary, you know, yeah. summary behind them all, honey, butter, and spice. I mean, there you go. I uh, honey, I like butter, it. And spice. Yeah. I think it's a show title right there, like honey, butter, and spice. Figure it out. Which I mean, when you think about it, they're so different and so unique. How cool that something that are probably only. I don't know, 500 miles total in difference across from each other, maybe less, maybe yeah. more. Wow. Kind of cool to think that the, when you take the same liquid and you put it in three different areas, what happens? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's yeah. very cool. Science. Science rules. Science <laughs> rules. <laughs> Zach and Katie, thanks so much for coming on the show oh, this, this is great. week. Thank you. Um, thanks so much for you guys for listening. Of course, you can subscribe to I'm No Expert on iTunes. Give us a like. Give us a comment. You can go to twitter.com slash noexpertshow to get updates when the no show comes out, as well as tweet at me different suggestions if you want to 
like suggest a beer or a brewery, let me know on Twitter. That's the best way you can contact me. Facebook.com slash no expert show as well as Patreon.com slash no expert show. If you want to support the show every single week. Do it. You can contribute fifty cents. You can contribute a dollar, five dollars, fifty dollars. You ought dollars, three dollars and seventy-five cents, or a dollar twenty-four. Put it this what? way: if you subscribe already, if like if it comes to your phone or whatever automatically, then there's no reason you shouldn't already be doing that. Twenty-five cents is nothing. Come on, or fifty cents. Fifty cents, nothing, nothing. Every little bit helps. Patreon.com slash No Expert Show. Katie and Zach, thanks so much for coming on the show this week. Thank you. Good Thank stuff. you for we'll inviting have to, me. Of course, have you back on the round table. And thanks so much for listening to No Expert Show, and we will see you next week. <laughs>